227, I'm playing old records, reflecting on misconceptions on what I thought was supposed to happen. A younger me was overcapping, supposed to be captain. Crash the boat, can't act like I ain't know what happened. Crazy how you dealt with the old me, how it took so long to implement all the things that you told me and showed me, consoled me, and for you to know me, but only as someone who's broken and not someone who felt more lonely. More times than not, the first habit was not open up, but buried in lock. Crazy thing, I'm gonna be with someone doing all the things that you told me to. And someone gonna love you like you deserve to. Be at least, at least we both know it won't be me at least. You know we tried, and we tried something at least. Even if it fell back on me at least, I know that somebody would be a better man than I can be at least. I mean, at times I still wanna hit your line and check how you doing. But I know that's not really the right way to do it. Plus, you won't be around for long, and you probably gonna be moving to a place to pursue the passions and crafts. Hey, you've been doing. that's the right vibe. This a vibe. The vibe. The vibe. Hello, hello. Hi, this is Damia. And this is Erica Mona. And this is Cross Culture. Happy Valentine's Day, people. Happy, Happy Valentine's, Valentine's, Day. Valentine's Day, you guys. It's a whole vibe. It's a mood. How's your Valentine's Day going, girl? Why are you here? I went to work. Um, they feed us at work on Friday, That's so nice. that was good. They okay. give us drinks and food. Okay, so that was my Valentine's Day date. Are you? Oh, that was your, <laughs> your co-workers. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. We kiki. Nice. You got gifts from your students? I did. I did. I did. They gave me like Reese's and Starburst and shit. Aww. Sugar. That's nice. It's right? cute. It they wrote me little sugar-ish. notes and they were like, "I love you." You're the best. Oh, really? They set up for you. They did. Okay, I just okay, kept okay. kept them at school because I like to hang it up so they see that I oh, value oh, it. Oh, right. Oh, look at you. You're a good teacher. Well, my Valentine's Day, I work from home. So I was basically home and um, I'm here today. It was actually, I like it though. We're each other's dates. I know. what What's it called? Galentine's? Happy Galentine's. Galentine's, okay. They said that was yesterday, but fuck that, it's today. Oh, it's yesterday? That's no. what they... Well, we're observing it today. We are. <laughs> Happy side bitch day. No, I'm oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know how we do it. Let's get into it. What do we start with, Dami? We like to start with the hot topics. Okay, let's start with this juicy stuff. I ain't pulled shit up yet. Okay. Oh, my bad. Okay. So, on Instagram, uh, Mac Thee Stallion, her, her mugshot was released. Oh, yeah. I love that little story because I think any woman who has been in a beautiful, toxic relationship. As she described it. She said beautiful, um, toxic. That shit was real, though. I felt that. You did? I did because I was in a beautiful, toxic relationship. Because oh. it's like, it was toxic. But okay. not violent. Cause her no, no, no. It violent. wasn't violent. No. There's no better. But, um... So, basically, the story is... So, this happened when she was 19 years old. She's current, she's, like 14, 19, she's 24 20, right now. Yeah. So, she, she was 19, and she said she was at a concert with her then-boyfriend that she was madly in love with. And I guess he said he was texting, and she was looking at his phone. Basically, the text was saying how some girl was texting him saying, come take care of your baby, and, you know, you're with that bitch Meg, blah, blah, blah. Basically, he had a baby on her, right? Yeah. And the baby was already born. It wasn't like, oh, she's pregnant or whatever. Baby was already born. So, yeah. she grabbed his phone. Damn near a year old, right? Actually, she did say yeah. that, right? Grabbed his phone. Long story short, it escalated to be, you know, like, pushing each other. He was grabbing her, and she pushed him, blah, blah, blah. They were outside in the streets. Um, people saw the chaos. They called the police. You know, the police. The police came, and they asked him. You know, no, they asked her first. Yeah, like, that did he hit you? And she said, no, being a queen, being a damn bitch. She said, she said, being a down ass bitch. Mind you, he did hit her. He roughed her up. Right. But um, they asked him 
did she hit you? He, she said he was all like faking it. And was Selling like, yeah. wolf tickets. Exactly. Like, yes, she hit me. Long story short, she was in jail for two days. Oh, it was two it, whole days? Yeah, she was there for two days. Oh, and she, of course, she was scared. She didn't call her mama. So who did she call? She called him. So she called him and she said, immediately she got on the phone. They were arguing about the shit. They're even arguing, they're even talking about how to get her out. Instantly arguing about the whole drama again. Anyway, you know, um, the boyfriend ended up calling her grandma and she got bailed out. And um, I guess that's how the relationship probably ended or so. It had to. It yeah. had to. But she's Man. like, you know, the celebrities, they go through the same shit that regular when people go through. I tell you that that whole situation resonated. It did? Really? Oh, I've been oh, through I, that. I can't. I've been violence? through that. Not violence, violence, but oh, okay. your guy hitting you with a, oh, I got a girl. Oh, Che, baby. Oh, sorry, I can't relate. Wow. Good. She, she yeah. shouldn't relate because that, that, <laughs> When she said, oh, we went to blows because had we been in the same space when I found... And to find out like that... That's yeah, crazy, yeah. I would have shanked you a little Definitely. bit. Definitely. Well, a public place and a concert. And you, she said, you know, she was watching, like, he's just texting back and forth. Like, you're not even enjoying this concert. Who are you texting? Like, what's going on? You in deep conversation? And you a whole daddy, G. You a whole daddy. She said he was six She said nine. the bitch was talking shit about her talking about, so I know you with that bitch, Maggie. Right, right. <laughs> Look at it now. He probably, like... Regretting and just being so salty right yes. now. Yes. He wished Megan was his mm-hmm. baby mother. Because even based on when she was telling the story, you could tell that she was in love with this man. Yeah, because when you're 19, 20, that love be different. It be different, That love be true, different. True. That 19, because that's true. when you first feel like, I'm grown. Because it's the, yeah. This it's is in new, high school love. Exactly. This is young adult love. Right. I know what I'm doing. It's uh, passion. It's when you in college, we're living together. Exactly. Because we live in the same we do dorm. Stop. We go grocery shopping together. Oh, Lord. We sleep in each other's dorm rooms. And, and, the, and the little twin side. Size and bed. The size <laughs> bed. Like, baby. Lord. Mm-mm. That's but I love happy. Meg because yeah. she's a college girl. We I'm, get it. Exactly. And I'm happy she's out of it. You know, um, I'm just happy for her. Like, you know, she's moving forward. And she just said this is why she is the way she is. You know, yeah. based on that hurt and disappointment. Um, and I do like that after the message, after, you know, her telling the story, she did say, ladies, don't be in domestic violence. It goes both ways. Don't hit a guy yeah. expecting that he won't hit you back or yeah. reflex or whatever. And, of course, don't be with a guy who hits you, you know. Yeah. She does not condone um, domestic violence. So I do like that. You can see she has grown and learned from the experience. And don't hold these niggas down because they ain't going to hold you down. I can't believe okay. he got her sent to jail. Damn, because women would... Hold you down and be like, imagine? nah, it's like... She said he was faking it, like, oh, my eyes, she hit me. Like, what? you petty. And you know who got someone pregnant? I'm a right, petty. what? I would have slapped you then and there, <laughs> just to prove the point. Right. At this point. You know, and you remember when uh, she was talking about how she was in the police officer's car, and like, it's, remember, we went to some event, me and you. Yes, and when we was in the police car. Picked, and you know, they were nice to pick yeah. us up and drop us to a, um, a location. But that shit, I would not want to be in a police officer's no, car. No, because that Again, shit cold, it's hard. It's a bench, no cushion. Yeah, it's... it's it's definitely, what is it? It's like, why did y'all create this car to be uncomfortable? Like, y'all... It's, you're a criminal, so... Like, y'all start this prison industrial complex from Right there, from you the car. Jump, from <laughs> right the there. jump. Like... Like, what? Man. She said everything smelled like piss. She was crying. She's like, I've been in jail. I'm like, okay. I'll be crying, too. Yeah. Oh, my God, too. Can you imagine? I'll be crying. Anyway, next on the news, let's go to... Um, what's her name? How do you say it? Simon? What are you talking about? Biles. Simone. Simone. I said, what is this? I'm like, wow. Simone. 
<laughs> the Come on, Erica, you know bush like Sorry. this now. I'm looking at him. Honestly, I am. <laughs> I've been hiding it for so many years. Now I just let it out. Honestly speaking, I'm like I'm tired of hiding how bush I am. <laughs> Simone Biles. So she came out. Um, she made a post on Instagram, basically saying how she's tired of the toxic culture of trolling, especially for her, about her body. Yeah. And we know that gymnastic um, ladies who are who are uh, gymnasts. There are body types of different. Athletic women in general. Exactly. Like Serena body like Exactly. That. You know, you're, you, you, you have muscle and you're strong and, you know, you're not as, you don't have that like, super soft shape that a regular yeah. girl would have. And she, I read the article, she mentioned how people would say, they call her like swoger because her shoulders, you know, are broad. Damn. So they're called swoger. They do. And she said for a while she only wore sweats, like sweaters and sweats to cover up her body. Oh. And I understand that pain because it's just like, wow, like this is the body I have. Hey, this, this body is working for me and bringing, you know, bringing gold. She's bringing breaking gold her. She's setting To trends. America, exactly. It's because we, we so used to this damn, all these Instagram bitches exactly. who really are skinny hoes mm-hmm. that never would have had a body to begin with and then just got fat injected in what was already their naturally skinny body. Exactly. So now, now they're trying to make it seem like they have some sort of silhouette that that's like that. It's like no, bitch. Either you was thick and you gonna have thickness all around, or you was skinny and you just gonna exactly. be slim thick. Like uh, enjoy it, or you're athletic, like Simone. It's sad. She she said that I've learned to put a strong front and let most of it slide. But I'd be lying if I told you that what people say about my arms, my legs, my bodies, or how I look in a dress, leotard, bathing suits, or even in casual pants hasn't gotten me down. That is sad. Simone, I mean, I said Simone. Serena crawled so Simone could fly because I definitely remember this was the rhetoric about Serena Williams for years. For years. It, honestly, I mean, no cap, I ain't gonna hold you. Serena kind of got more, she had more of a softer look after she had her baby because mm-hmm. before it was very, very strong. Yeah, and, and I think look. also because now, you tell like, now she wears makeup, you know? Now she gets, she does different hairstyles. Now she dresses. I want to say she dressed a bit more feminine and, you know, yeah, with colors she and flashy. It to herself. Exactly, yeah. to herself, you know? Yeah. So I think that helps, but, you know, I feel her pain. It's quite unfair that, you know, she's a young girl. She's what, 20? Exactly. How old is she, you know? And despite how strong you want to be as a woman, like, okay, I don't care what people say, things like that would definitely get you down. Yeah, and I just, I think that we got to stop acting like women are supposed to, like, Look rise above mm-hmm. this type of commentary. It's like, it's part of femininity. It That's is your confidence, who you it are. It is part of femininity yeah. to be judged for how you look. So. But guess what? She got her man, okay? Period. Her man is fine. He's cute. Love, she's cute. He's cute and he loves her body. And they're both yeah. muscular and yeah. strong gymnast, okay? Yes. What else is on the list, I mean? Let's talk about this. Um, Jusse Smollett. Okay, Jesse Smollett, <laughs> you know... Chicago is a crazy place, baby. Like, it is, it's a really a crazy place. And if you guys know, all last year, we basically talked about how um, Jesse Smollett was in a scandal for basically staging his own hate crime mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, honey, baby, CPD was not paying, playing with him. He finally got um, indicted by a grand jury on six counts related to four separate false reports. Um, basically, you know, if you remember, it was January 19, 2019, mm-hmm. and he said he was attacked by two masked men who made racist and homophobic insults about him and beat him and ra- wrapped him with a noose and all of that. Um, Chicago prosecutors later insisted that the attack was staged, um, which honestly, at this point, I still don't think that anybody has really confirmed nor denied if it was staged. Where, where are the Oshudairo's brother at? Where, where are you guys? Because I want to hear from you on, like, on some real stuff. Oshudairo brothers, where I forgot their names. Where, where are you guys? Like, 
give us some information. You, you know, give us some. Tell I, I forgot his Tell the team, Erica, that was your co-star. You know what? Listen, it was your co-star. I was in a play, y'all. I was in a play, and one of the brothers, the younger one, we were. He was cool, G. Like we were cool. You know what I mean? Like, I know they little sister. I ain't gonna talk. Put her name out there. Right, but it's like. I need a statement. I need something to see. As you said, no one has denied it. No yet, one has confirmed nor denied it. So he, oh, wait, but Loki, the Shundara brothers did make a comment like a while back. They said he paid them. He, he paid you know, them, that's yeah. what they said. But again, we don't know the the truth. You know, this is just on what we are going on. So they are indicting him saying that it was planned and participated in a staged hate crime attack. Yeah. Um. Again, this is a, a story that's going to continue to unfold. We will see if just does he really go to jail for this? Like, do you if this feel is really like he? Did, do you think he deserves to go to jail? I or do. I do. I think that Jesse um, misused his fame, his privilege, and his brand um, to take something, to take the sensitivity of the culture that we are in, especially towards and LGBT and hate mm-hmm. crime and stuff, and he used it. Um, maliciously. He used both. Black and Black gay. Black and gay. And I think he used it maliciously. And I think there are too many people that suffer at the hands of this In every day. Pe- no, people die. People die. And, the, and they, they really need real voices. And they, re- they need, like, real advocacy. And for you to take this and play with it and make it seem like... I'm the uh, black, like, the she, gay two Yeah, for you to do that... It's a disrespect to your whole community both ways, both both your LGBTQ plus community and your black community. And I don't take it lightly because hate crimes are nothing to play with. They happen they're every not, day. They're nothing to play it's, with. It's like, they're what in the with. world? Listen. For what? And that's another thing that fame irritates me. Drug. What was the real motivation? For fame. For what f- else would it like, be? To, like, be? to be in the tabloids. You like, what, what the fuck? Like, like if praised. you think about it, Jesse's trajectory would have been amazing. Amazing. After Empire, he could say his songs were okay. They were they were pretty doing they were doing pretty well and now that I like continue to watch Empire speaking of which when that shit coming back That's but anyway true. now that I watch Empire without Jesse you realize how pivotal his character is He's and so it's dumb. like to think that you did all of this for what it, it's 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 negligent I'm just like nah bro go yeah, to jail now I totally agree totally agree um next on the list let's talk about Dwayne Wade and his son Zion. daughter. Oh, so it's Jordan? Zaya. Zaya, I was going to say Zaza. <laughs> so, wait. Is, is he, like, transgender? So, okay, so is this is the thing. the process? I, so I think that, um, Zaya, so, okay, let's, What's first of all, let's introduce the story. Right. So, Dwayne Wade, popular basketball player, Chicago native, um, who played for the Heat, he has a son who was formerly known as Zion. Okay. And his son, Zion, has recently come out saying that, she wants to be addressed with a pronoun she, and she would like to be called Zaya. Okay. And Zaya um, put out, a, well, Zaya didn't put out a video. Gabby put out a video of Zaya talking to Wayne, basically saying how, like, it's po- it's pointless to live on this earth and not live in your true self. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, Dwayne Wade went on Ellen and basically let us all know that Zaya is Zaya now. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of transgender, I don't think that, well, not that to my knowledge, that Zaya is taking hormones yeah. and okay. doing the like full surgery. I think, problem, I think yeah. from what I know, it's more of the a pronouns. identification mm-hmm. thing. Like, I'm Zaya and I'm she and I'm a bitch inside my mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But you know my thing with if you're gonna be a bitch, be the baddest bitch. Okay, that's just how I feel. I get it. Um, for me, I 
you know, as I've mentioned before, I don't completely understand um, the whole, like, the switch of the pronouns or, like, how it comes about. However, I do understand that people should live their best life. You really have one life to live, right? So no one, or we, no one should be judgmental or or have a right to be like, he needs to be a he or he needs to live his life a certain way, right? That's between him, his God, and his family, whatever. That's his life, you know? So I am happy. And, you know, and also give his parents credit because it's like, they're accepting his, their, their, their son. You yes. know what I mean? There are many parents out there that, that they've disowned their children because, oh, they're, they're gay or whatever, or, you know, they have some other, like, sexual preference or whatever the situation may be, you know? And I think that's wrong, you know, because if anything, this world, we need more love, more acceptance. So I think it's really good that both him... Both um, Gabrielle and his dad. And Dwayne. Can you, the dad. Because, you know, it's really hard for black men, you know, based on the mm-hmm. culture to accept that, oh, your young son is, um, you know, say that, oh, he wants to be referred to as she, you know. And even just as a parent, I'm sure that's like, it's going to take a little while to really transition into like saying, oh, she, 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 instead of he, you know. So I definitely do give him credit. And I think it's a great thing. It's a great example. It's a great way to say, hey, love is key. That's just what it is. Everyone wants to love. I have so many comments. My first comment is that. I was very disappointed to see how many black men um, bashed a child, <laughs> right? Because people wanted to bash, they wanted to disown their their love and their legacy of Dwayne Wade because he supports his child, mm-hmm. which I feel like y'all are whack and lame because just last week y'all was hailing, girl, dad, I support the shit. Y'all so fake. Um, because at the end of the day, the whole point of the hashtag girl, dad, is to support and love your child despite them not being exactly what you wanted them to be. Right. Um, the well, whole purpose, exactly, mm-hmm. which is what Dwayne Wade is embodying. Secondly, I I think it's super whack that when Zaya was 10 years old, all y'all same crusty ass niggas was calling Zaya zesty and saying Zaya was mm-hmm. gay and this is that and the other. And it's like, y'all didn't think Zaya was too young to call gay and label, um, but now y'all think Zaya is too young to reclaim the label for herself. Exactly. That's so lame. Third of all, I would like to say that having worked with children of all ages, children do display and know their sexuality at, a, at an early age. The sexuality might not come with sexual urges. I'm not saying that I agree with children being exposed to um, sexuality in the in the sense of actual sexualness or whatever the pr- correct word is. But I know that at 12 years old, which is approximately sixth grade, as I've told you hoes before, that... That's, you know, at that age, you have crushes. You know who you want. A lot of y'all niggas lost y'all virginity at nine. And y'all say that shit proudly. Mm -hmm. I've been fucking since I was 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. So at that point, if you was old enough to have sex and do what you want to do, how dare you say that somebody's not old enough to know how they feel inside? And you know what I mean? I'm not necessarily like, get the surgery, do whatever. I think surgery is an ex- extreme choice for anybody. Mm-hmm. Even me at 26 years old, I would have to think and rethink any surgery I would think about getting. So that's not the conversation. The conversation is, how dare y'all try and tell this 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 young lady that she don't feel how she feels. They shouldn't bash him. Um, they and, shouldn't feel that. And I definitely agree with what you said, because a co-worker of mine did mention that her best friend... Which is a, 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 which is a guy, and he's gay. And she remembers that he told her that when he was seven, he was on a school bus. Um, school bus, you know, and he, I think she said he laid, his, he laid his, head, his head on his classmate's lap, or maybe vice versa. And, you know, classmate was a guy. And at that moment, he's like, oh, I like 
I like the boy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it was like a romantic feeling. And, you know, he said that, you know, it wasn't like he started having sex. You know, he didn't start having sex to a very to a long time. So yeah. He was like, you know, in his adult age, in adult years, you know, and it was it wasn't like oh he was exposed to all to all you know to, sex, to all these kind of things. But he yeah. said just deep down he just felt it and knew it yeah. that okay at this age seven or whatever age or young age that oh this is what I'm attracted to and I'm like oh hey you know what you know like I, I'm not in your head or your mind you know what I mean I I, I you know I'm just not there. So I totally agree with what you said, um, but I'm just really proud of the parents and what he's doing. And, you know, Zaya, he did make... Uh, she. He, um, oh, she. She's, it's going to take me a minute. <laughs> but he definitely did um, put out a video as well. say he again. Listen. Put out a video as well, okay? He put out a, vid- a video as well about how, like, you know... And it's nice to see a young boy at a young age how... You know, she is proud and just have the basic understanding. Like, I have to live my life. Yes, you know and if mean? you watch shows like Pose, you know what I mean. Like, how can you? Pose is a very popular show. So how y'all hoes watching Pose and and don't understand the struggle? How are you guys seeing some of these things and don't understand the struggle? I, I, I don't think that once you said that because I I don't understand the struggle. You I, know what I'm saying? I however, the struggle however, of- I do know that I'm not gonna judge you, discriminate you, or treat you different from anybody else because of what you you're going through. You know what I'm saying? So it's okay if people don't understand it or you don't understand the struggle. But the key word is love. The key word is to accept you for who they are. You don't have to get it because we're I not don't think you the have same to understand way. the choice. Mm-hmm. But I, and when I say understand the struggle, it's like to understand what people go through because of the choice that they make. Mm-hmm. And that's like that. I think that for you to judge and add to that hurt and hate is yeah. like y'all see in in cinematic and all these things how much hate and how much they yeah. have to go, go through. through. So for you to add to that is just kind of like, damn, you know what people have to go through because of this choice that they made or whatever. And I think that I had to explain to somebody that y'all have cis straight privilege like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like we we as a culture and a community you know we don't think twice when uh, a young child like we call that child fast Mm -hmm. and although that we we say the word fast and what it is what it is that is an acknowledgement that you have made a choice to chase that part of your sexuality Mm -hmm. so it's like at that age we have acknowledged that you have chosen sexuality Mm -hmm. so why can't we acknowledge it in the opposite of what we know Mm yeah yeah but I'm happy for them and um, people. Let's love each other and Shout respect each other. Okay, next on the list, U.S. military issues executive order to prevent coronavirus um, epidemic. So we all know, getting more news every day about some corona. someone is dying and dying. Corona, corona. Um, this is really um, being a major thing. So basically, um, the U.S. has confirmed only 15 cases um, of the coronavirus. Um, but with military outposts around the world, so that means, you know, the military, they're more exposed to it, right? Um, excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, so the, the Defense Department issued sweeping service-wide warnings and orders to an order so that it can be ready in advance to get to help out with this breakout. Um, really just trying to make sure that, you know, the military men, they don't bring it back into the country. Ugh. Because think about it now. If they're That's in China, China. US military is everywhere. It's That's only the US military that I know that in every country. But it's for them to let people come in their country is a problem. Even think about it, that alone just blo- that even blows my That's mind. True. Like That's it really true. blows my mind. 
Um, so they said um, the plan includes a 14-day quarantine for service members who recently traveled to China, along with those who came into contact with them, as well as treatment plans for any confirmed cases. Um, and another thing is that this may also have an impact on, you know, um, global companies, right, especially in China. So this will have an impact on the economy because this, you know, the, the, the disease is going, it starts over there. So it could potentially affect the global economy. You know, many people are now working from home. They're not going mm. to the office. Yes. Um, so th- this outbreak might spur ad- adoption of long-term consumer behavior changes like working remotely and ordering online, particularly in less developed part of China. Um, and, you know, they're comparing this to SARS, S-A-R-S, yeah. the epidemic that did happen in um, 2003. But this is definitely, like, going beyond that. It's, it's beyond... Um, it's yeah, I heard, like, 239 or 250 people or something like that. Exactly. So this. it's pretty sad, but I do like that. Okay, they definitely do need to put something in motion to try to eradicate the situation so that it doesn't become a, you know, a regular day type of disease or illness, you know. Because people are dying from this. Too. No funny shit. Ladies, if you order weave, if you just order some new bundles, no, I'm not trying to be wow. funny because a lot of a lot of weave <laughs> no I'm, I'm this is serious I'm not trying to be funny a lot of weave distributors are Asia. Asian or come mm-hmm. from China like even if they get the hair from a different source it goes through China mm-hmm. boil your hair boil your hair yeah you know that's me coming to you as a woman boil your hair you know what i'm saying that's something that i do personally because you never know when you boil it a lot of the the shit that they put in it comes out or whatever um but do that because you know because it it is hair from people it is hair you You know know no matter what vendor you use at the end of the day they get their vendor is alibaba or you know what i'm saying like all of that, which is ultimately Asian and Chinese vendor, they getting their shit from Ganzong and all yeah, that, all India, those yeah, and it's definitely. not no xenophobic things. It's just that with this being a thing and and us really having to be vigilant about it, um, protect yourselves. So I do hope that it's eradicated quickly because the coronavirus comes. Coronavirus is a form of the flu virus, you know. So if anybody has the yeah. flu, you've kind of been exposed to the coronavirus. But this, um, this version of the coronavirus coronavirus is more severe you know it's possible for people to die from the flu so this is just one of those things that is possible to die from the flu drink your water wash your hands wash your hands people and please when you cough cover your mouth Ah. Mm. anyway let's go to our loader of the week who is our loader of the week y'all all right let's get into the tea um you guys know a loader of the week is one of our Favorite segments. So let me just put that drop down real quick. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Oh, Lord, Rabata. Woo! So this week's Olodo of the Week is none other than Democratic Mm, candidate mm -mm. Mike Bloomberg. Um, For those of you who don't know who Mike Bloomberg is, he is basically, I believe he's the billionaire of the bunch. Mm. He is the one who um, has nothing but a lot of money and just decided, I'm going to run for president. Um, But more recently, why he is Olodo is he did an interview in 2015 where he talked about his support of the Stop and Frisk 
law. Now, for those of you who don't know what the stop and frisk is, that was very popular in New York. Stop and frisk is basically a law that was passed, and I don't believe it's still a law anymore, but it was passed in New York, and what it was was a law that said police officers had the right to do exactly what it says, stop you in broad daylight and yep. frisk you um, under the assumption that you may be of danger to the community. Let's listen really quick to what Mike Mike Bloomberg had uh, to uh, say. Uh, uh, one news spec. But Question you come back, frisk. there is this business, there's a couple of, uh, uh, one newspaper and one news service, they just keep saying, oh, it's a disproportionate percentage of a particular ethnic group. That may be, but it's not a disproportionate percentage of those who witnesses and victims describe as committing the murder. In that case, incidentally, I think we disproportionately stop whites too much and minorities too little. Well, it's exactly I, the reverse of what they say. They are, I, I don't know where they went to school, but they certainly didn't take a math course. Well, ex- exactly or so. Or a logic course. But question. And it's like, no, they stop blacks too much, minorities too much, and whites too little. Yeah, so for those of you who didn't catch that, he was on a radio show, and basically the topic was talking about... And what about, year was this? This was in 2015. So so what it was, was he was on a radio show, and basically the topic was talking about stop and frisk. And if anybody knows anything about stop and frisk, um, they basically were targeting African-Americans and, and Latino people. You know, which is something that we, we well. know. Yeah, that we woke people no, and what he was essentially saying is that, like, no, it's not too much. Like, at the end of the day, statistically, we know that black and brown people are the ones committing crime. So, shit, at this point, ain't no need to stop white people. Exactly, let them be. Um, you know, this person is a loader, not because of just because of that, but I also want everybody to be aware that this is somebody that's running for president, mm-hmm. and I think we've seen it before. Like here, we are looking at Trump really exhibiting himself, and I think that we all have to use our our platform responsibly. And everybody's platform isn't a podcast or a TV show or social media. Mm-hmm. Um, with 2020 being this year, our platform is the polls. Mm-hmm. Um, the last day to register to vote is February 18th. I just kind of want to throw that out there for all of our our listeners mm-hmm. please make sure you are registering to vote especially in these prelim elections vote 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 i do believe your vote counts because i know some people say oh it doesn't matter if you vote it doesn't count but girl just go vote Listen, okay don't you, want you want to change you want something i know right because you do be them um you need to change you want something different please go and vote okay go and vote is the least you can do that is the least you can do but okay that was our hot topics and you know the next segment is our main topic of the day, which is tricking. It ain't tricking if you got it. <laughs> you know, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, well, I don't know, it's not really in the spirit, but... It's in know. the spirit small. <laughs> it's in the spirit small because, you know, Valentine's Day is supposed to be a gift-given holiday. True. So what does tricking mean? To turn tricks, that basically means to perform sexual acts for money. It's typically said of a prostitute, you know, um, basically um, it says a lot of girls are addicts to starting, tri- to starting um, turning tricks to get drug money, whatever the case may be. And a man who, who tricks or who is a trick is someone who pays someone for sexual activity or in exchange for whatever. Yeah, so I don't want to just continue to say sexual activity. Let's, let's, let's it's not? It's not always sexual activity. You know, at the most, at the basis of the core is just basically spending money on... 
a girl. You know, I think when more people use it, it's not always attached to sex. It's like maybe that's how you define it. Because when people say trick, it's like you you giving something for money. So what's the exchange for the money part or for the gift you're getting? No, I think that like on when most people say tricking, it's not always attached most to people? sex. Sex. What is? What do you mean? No, it's kind of like like not like sex, but it's like you tricking. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. For okay. Real. Okay. To you, what does tricking mean? Tricking is like you spending money in the attempts of to get the attention or love of someone. I don't necessarily think that the ultimate goal. I mean, I think with men, mostly the ultimate goal is sex. But like, I don't think that initially the ultimate goal is like I've spent money on you. So therefore you owe me sex. I think it's kind of like I'm spending money for your attention. And your attention will lead to us having sex. I mean, yes, that is the okay. like ultimate. That's ultimate. what it is. That's what. That's but what I don't it think is. that's like the un- that's like the initial expectation. <laughs> Obviously, clearly, we have different point of views concerning this topic, which which is why it's really interesting. Um, I definitely do think that tricking, you know, even if it's for your attention, but the end goal is some sexual or you know, some something is exchanged. You know, um, so basically, why do people trick? How does how does that even work out? How does what is the process of tricking? Give me an example. It's All Star Weekend. Okay. This is the weekend of tricking. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say something, but I'm shut up. All right, so I think that um, first of all, let's let's really even talk about what does tricking look like to you. Before we get into mm-hmm. all of that, what is tricking? I already like said you? it. What does it look like? It look like oh, you meet you know maybe um, you meet a, a nice a decent guy and he has money. Um, and basically is, is the exchange of money for the sexual activity. Now it doesn't have a, it doesn't have to be a media transaction. Like how, you know, how prostitution is like, oh, you walk mm. into the car, then boom, you give me the money, then I'm sucking your dick. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't necessarily have to be in that sense. Like at least for regular girls like us, you know, but in the sense that, okay, you know that there's no courtship, there's no love, there's no... You know, there is no hopes for this or whatever. There's no future. There's no no real romantic feeling. It's just based on, okay, I like you. I'm taking you out. I'm, you know, I'm giving you money here. And, you know, just like how sugar daddy is. That's a form of tricking to me. I almost disagree with you because you kind of said that there's no love. There's nothing. And I think that a lot of people who do trick kind of give the air of me giving money as part of my love for you. The two sides to that, but finish your point. The, I mean, that's mostly my point. Like that, that a lot of people who um, ultimately are tricks in that sense are people that uh, uh, initially approach you with the the guise of, "Oh, I'm feeling you, and mm-hmm. this is my way of courting you." Mm-hmm. Like I don't think that the initial relationship is that. Oh. You know, like, I'm not trying to be with you for real. You know what this is. Oh, I, I, well, I think it could be that, too. Oh, yeah, know? definitely. It could be It could be that for yeah. sure. But I think that, like, there's levels to this trick and shit. Of course. Of course. There's definitely levels. But, you know, listen, if a guy want to give you money, <laughs> I mean, I'll take, well, would I take the money? Let me be, let me, let me be honest. I mean, okay. I've accepted gifts before. Let's be honest. Let's even start with what is money? Because you said when a guy has money. So what do you consider a guy having money? Because I, I, Success. He's successful. He's doing that? well to himself like, for himself. There's like, there's like there's NFL, NBA players. There's you know like niggas that, like okay. It's all I was saying money. Him. I was saying money then more than you. Then there's like so anybody that has more money than you. So it's like 
I feel, I say that's part of it. So I'm like, like, I can be a really broad. I could be making fifty k, and this nigga making eight k. Exactly. Right, and if it's just a sexual transaction, he's giving you money, giving you this eighty k and fifty k is a big difference. No, it's a big difference. Yeah. But I'm saying that like that's enough. That's to be part like, of this it. Nigga, trip. Yeah. Like it don't have to be like a celeb. Or it doesn't have to be a celeb. Nah. Okay. And not at all. You could be a regular babe. You work in your regular. Um. You work. You 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 work at McDonald's. And you you know you cute. And some guy you know and some decent Honda. Okay. Pulls up and you ain't got a car. You riding the bus and he's like, shorty, you know what's good? What's going on? And you know he give you money here and there. And you exchange for whatever. That's I, that's part I of it. I think that so okay so let's even like. Give our stance. Mm-hmm. Because I think that the people don't know our stance. Okay. Um, my stance on tricking, me, Damio, is that I avoid it at all costs. Mm-hmm. I um, I personally do not like when men spend obscene amounts of money on me. Of course. And I like, you know, like paying for dinner is one thing. But I am not necessarily like, like... It's a lot of gifts I won't take because I'm like, oh, like like if you buy me like a Gucci wallet, mm-hmm. I might not take that because I know it's a Gucci wallet. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Like, and I and then for me, and what's your reason for not taking it? For me, it's because I hate feeling like I owe somebody something. Okay, so it's it's about how you feel, not about him thinking that you tricking off him, but it's like I don't want it to feel like, oh. You know, he owe me some. Yeah, I, I like to keep it as equal as possible. So it's not about the tricking. It has nothing to do with tricking for you. Um, not in the traditional sense. Exactly. So if a guy, so in in this conversation, yeah. you know, you're dealing with some guy. He buys you a gift, and based on little that I know, it's like okay, it's not like oh, it's a immediate. It's it's something he likes you. He's feeling you guys are dealing mm-hmm. with each other, mm-hmm. right? So it's not just a a surface level thing. But mm-hmm. he's like, you know what, babe, I really like you. I'm feeling you. He has to be let, my boyfriend. Let, let me let me gift you with this. He has to be like my. Can you trick off boyfriend. your boyfriend though? Can I you would. trick off your boyfriend? I would trick off my boyfriend. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, okay to trick off your boyfriend. No, no, no. But it's like we have to be together. So it's like you trick off me, I trick off you. And at that so point, so that means it's not really close. At that point, it's not then. tricking. It's just like we spoiling each other. You okay. know what I mean? Like, but even with that being said, we take any gifts. I really won't take gifts until you're my boyfriend. Oh, okay, okay. For me. And, and you know, and no judgment to women who court in she that okay. manner. But I personally do not because I don't like the idea of, um, what like, uh, I, I don't know the exact word. I can't think of the word right now. But I, I don't like the idea of you having something up on me. Right, or like he's buying you with this. Or he's buying me with these things. I like to know that the basis of our relationship is very, like, based. Of course, of course. So, my, I mean, if, I feel the exact same way, of course. Like, uh-huh. you know, like, come on. <laughs> like, I'm not. However, <laughs> if you want to give me a gift. <laughs> okay, let me give you a situation. Um, so The last guy I, I spoke with. Well, I even hate to say Yo, talking. <laughs> I even hate to say talking. No, the last guy I dated, because that's what I'm saying. We dated. If you hear, if you listen to this, we dated, okay? Anyway, the last guy I dated, but we're not really We dated, you know, went out, you know, spent time with each other, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, some months went by and my birthday came by and he did give me like a, a, a decent, a nice, you know, expensive perfume. Now, when he gave me this stuff, I was super shocked because I'm like, whoa, what? You giving me this? Like, I'm like, oh, I didn't know we're at that level. You know, I'm like, and you know, at that moment, I remember really, I'm like, I don't know if I could actually take this. He's like, no, no, no. Like, this is all, you know, legit off my heart. Whoa, whoa, nothing like that. I'm like, okay, thank you. But gee, I didn't use that perfume till like December or like January. It took me a hop. And it's like, you took it, but internally you felt that feeling. And yeah, 
not the feeling of like, oh, I'm tricking off of him. That not wasn't the feeling I have. Because I but it's the trick, same feeling you tricking, have. Tricking be hard. Like tricking is a hard word. Like I feel like tricking okay. is like the way city girls present it. Like, that's what it is. You know what I'm okay. saying? But I don't. I think that ultimately it's like at the end of the day. Nigga, like, what's the what is what's the you end know, game of you giving me shit? And you know, and that's the thing though. It's it's okay as a woman. It's okay for a guy to give you a gift. You know what I'm saying? I know as you know this millennial. You know, millennial women's were like, oh, I got it, whoa, 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 which is true. But if a guy wants to gift you something, that's absolutely fine. You know what I'm saying? As long as you know and he shows as well that it's from a genuine place and it's not like oh he's expecting like well I gave you a gift so well you need to give me something back. You know what I'm saying? As long as it's not that like you know that type of you know vibe going on and even you know the the. When he saw the gift and he was like, wow, you haven't used this gift? What's going on? I'm like, gee, I don't know if we get into a fight and you're like, oh, you want this gift back? I have the gift ready and it's still packed and I could give it back to you, okay? Because that's how I am. The same way like you, I don't want a guy or anyone to feel, not even just a guy, but anyone, period, to feel like they have one up on me or like, oh, I gave her this and, you know, so she owes me this or all that kind of stuff. However, but let's just get into what tricking is and what kind of people trick? Why so let's trick? so let's talk about it. So like I know like when the the documentaries of surviving R. Kelly came out. Hmm, um, you don't take it there. I'm huh? taking it there. Um, you know what I mean? Like we really talking about it. I know like a lot of people didn't talk about it, but me and some of my, you know, friends and some people I talked to, we talked about groupie culture. Mm-hmm. And groupie culture in the sense of women that Seek after men of affluence so um, mm-hmm. for the the goal of being taken care of or finding a lane of that lifestyle. Yeah, and I think that is like, what is the defin- What is the boundary of what you owe the man versus what he owes you? Who listen? That that's pretty deep. That's that's a good question. I feel like the boundary is as long as you're not abused, you're not raped. You know, you're not being put in situations that you don't want to be put in. You're not being made to do things that you don't want to do. You know, like as we watch the R. Kelly thing, um, obviously some women were, you know, of course they did it, but you could tell like you know it wasn't something they really want to do. So I can't tell that shit. I'm sorry. This is the controversial. Okay, take we, we're on. not going to get too deep into the R. Kelly. That's a whole different situation. But just in a general in a general situation, I feel like the boundary as long as you're not being molested and abused in any manner, right? But you know, if you know in your mind that oh, I'm trying to like be all up on this celeb or this guy because of you know of, of his fame, of of his money, of his clout, whatever it is, you know. Okay, it, it, it does come like, with it. Sex does come with it. it I mean, that's the life we live. living. And that is the thing. It's like, does is sex a required thing when you deal with a man of affluence and you know that that man is going to provide depends on the uh, manner you're dealing access with him. to his lifestyle? I right? feel like it depends on the manner you're dealing with him. Um, because okay, like people like to call Ari Fletcher a hoe or say mm-hmm. this, this, that, and the other because a lot of the men that she deals with are rappers or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. And I'm just kind of like, so are we saying that these niggas trick off her or like what is? I mean, she trick. Yeah, know? I, I feel like with her case, first of all, that's that's the circle she's in. So of course you're gonna yeah. ditch your mates. Yeah, her mates are rappers. You know what I'm saying? A regular guy off the street is not going to come up. A nine-to-five guy is not going to come and approach her. Yeah. So even when you see her, you're like, this girl's not in your league. Yeah. And you know that she's a high-maintenance woman. So you know that, okay, she's in that circle. So, of course, it's going to be rappers, bottles, whatever. There's going to be the one that's going right. to cater to her. Right. And obviously, we know that she's successful. And right. even me as, you know, as a woman, like, 
Okay, I have I have my little my, my little coins, whatever. I ain't got them a, a little coins that like, at least I have, you know. I'm not dependent or asking, waiting for a man to give me this, but listen, if you are in a relationship, you I have to see you spending. But that's what money. but that's what I'm saying, because okay, like remember in the summer we went to go see Jadena and we were kinda like waiting, trying to get mm-hmm. like the interview that we were trying to get. So imagine if things went different and we really got that interview when we were in that back mm-hmm. room and say he like Gave us the interview and shit happened and that could have been the interview that fucking skyrocketed this uh-huh. podcast and whatever, whatever. Do we now owe him a no, little bit? No, what is that? And but that's what because I'm, that, but that's not a transaction though. That's not the situation. But do we know? And that's what I'm saying. Like, what are the things that are transactional within tricking? Because a lot of these relationships, um, especially with these um, these women, especially these Instagram bitches, like that's essentially what it is. I it's feel like, like it becomes transactional because you give them clout which becomes marketable so I would like to hope so I've never been in, in, in the tricking situation or I don't have friends that I know that trick at least that I know of but I would like to hope that with tricking even if it's not like verbally said it's one of those like understood unspoken understood agree- agreements you know what I'm saying just based on because I even go what tricking means you know what I'm saying huh? just even based on the basic term of tricking down from from prostitution from you know in hip hop culture whatever and if you know you're a prostitute you know you're a side chick you're a jump off whatever it's a basic you know uh, you know understanding like hey you know what I'm saying you want to ride with me I don't want to be with you, but I don't want to be with you, whatever. I think you cute. I think you sexy. And as a woman, I think you cute. You sexy. You got money. Hey, you finna get buy me Gucci purse? Okay, you could tap this ass here and there. Mm. That's how I so, see so, it. So, because that's a relationship. No, it's not. What are you so talking about? So, that's what I'm saying. About? Like, what Girl, is, don't even do that. What is the difference? Girl, that's what I'm saying. Like, I what? understand you do the devil advocate, but you know them, but I no, know No, that is a relationship. Because it's like, what you what you just said, just right there, is a relationship to me. Because it's like... And I clearly just said, I don't want to be with you. I don't want to be in your relationship. Oh, I thought, I, don't you said, I, want, I thought you said, I like you. I, want, I find you I like you. I, come on now. People that fuck each other, do they have to... Um, do, is it not based on attraction? Is it not based on small likeness? Oh, I like your little vibe. But, I find you sexy. But that's different than tricking. To me. Ba- listen, don't break up what I'm saying. Hear, hear what I said. Okay. Is an, Say listen, it again. Is Say an it again. Un- for me, I feel like tricking is an... Un- it, whether it's spoken or unspoken agreement, it's some type of vibe that you know that, okay, I think you're cute. Okay, you got money. I think you cute too. We don't want to be in a relationship, at least from the man. I don't want to be with you. I don't want to be with you. We will shit. I could probably got a wife and some. I probably uh-huh. have a whole family. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we do what we do. You know okay. what I'm saying? I, I buy you Gucci purse. I give you money. We you know may go out fire and there whatever. Sugar daddy's thing. But exactly. And then but you give me the little ass on the side. So what, that's what I I see and define as tricking. So what is me. the borderline between tricking and courting? I feel like courting is a whole different level. Like, courting is beyond dating. Like, you, when you say courtship, um, courtship is not the same thing as dating. Like, courtship is like you're in a relationship and I'm courting you, right? We're, we're, we're training and we're building, we're nurturing this relationship. We're taking it step by step and getting to know you, your family, how it is for us to be in a relationship. Not just worrying in a relationship, but how it is going to be in a marriage. I think a lot of people confuse tricking and courting. I feel like you confuse no, courting No, 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 no. I don't confuse. I think a lot of people because that is what, that is the generation what, what is that we What is courting to you? I think courting is kind of like doing... Things that are thoughtful. Courting is basically taking an interest in a person and making yourself known and present in that person's life. I don't think any of those things require purchases. So you're saying you say you could be courting someone without being in a relationship with them? Like you don't have to be in a relationship with Yeah, to court courting someone. is what leads to relationship. 
courting is what leads to relationship. It's like um. So I'm taking you out on dates. I'm no, doing that. Court, that. Maybe that's your definition. No, that is what courtship that, no, is. No, that's your, listen. No, that is what courtship Relax. is. Relax. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Um, behavior designed to persuade someone to marry or develop a romantic relationship with. So overall, the end goal with a view of marriage. The end goal is marriage. Because even when people say um, courting, it tends to be in a religious in religious situations, whether it's in a, a Christian relationship, oh, I'm courting, or no, or whatever, it's in Islamic, whatever, oh, I'm courting her. Up. It tends to be more like, oh, it's deeper than dating. Because, you know, be, dating can be interchangeable. Like I said, I talked to that guy, you know, for me, I'm like, oh, we dated because we is went that, out on dates because that we, what you we consider it. Wait, dating? because we went out, listen, as I said, it's all interchangeable. It depends on how you define mm-hmm. it personally, you know what I'm saying? With me, at this stage of my life, I'm not gonna say, man, this guy talk. To me, talking sounds like a high school, early college, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't have time to just little talk you, whatever. You know what I mean? For me, I, I see dating and relationship as different. So okay. when I say dating, oh, we going out on dates on a regular. It's not just oh, we went out one day and that was it. No, but we we date. We go on dates on a regular. We spend time with each with each other. Like we get to know each other. We're like we're you know we're involved with each other. Right. You know, the relationship is something deeper. Right. right. And some guys they see dating as their own relationship. Okay. Some guy and I've actually asked guys this. Some guys say that, oh, dating is when I am in a relationship with a woman. But if we're just going out, we're just fucking, we're just talking, we're just enjoying each other's and you know and vibes and whatever. Right. So so basically, courting and tricking, they're not even in the same lane. But how how do you feel like people mistake courting and dating together? Because I think, courting and tricking. I, mean. I think court and that's what I'm saying. I think courting is the the is what people expect, but then it ends up being tricking. Like in this generation, in, yes. in this generation, the idea of dating is is like if a man isn't presenting himself to pay your bills or to like. For you know to to be at least some sort of financial aspect in right, your right, life, right, right. then he's not worthy of your time. But you know the funny thing is that, that that where that's a tricking mm-hmm. situation. But in courting, I think courting is when somebody makes themselves available for you and spends their money to gain your interest in the sense of like maybe buy you flowers or pay for your dates mm-hmm. or things like that, but doesn't make himself a financial asset to you. That's where I think that like courting comes into play. So if you buy you flowers, oh, but he it's doesn't court- make a financial asset. Yeah, to you. like okay. he's not a financial asset to you. So it's like, yeah, pay. You can pay for dinner. You can pay for the date. You can buy me flowers or whatever. That is, you know, buy me chocolates or whatever. You know, that's courting in the sense. But it's like I don't expect you to pay my phone bill. I don't. Expect of you, course. But I think that is the notion that is in this generation. Like if a if a man is not affluence enough to take on a financial burden on right. you, then you he's not worthy of the dating or courtship. That No, with that, I definitely do agree. You know, definitely agree. I'm definitely not on that vibe. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be like, oh, you need to spend this type of money, mm-hmm. you know, for, for you to date me. Because some girls are like that. Mm-hmm. You need to spend this type of money in order for you to be, to even be in my presence, to gain my attention. Let me see what you got going exactly. on. Like, you need to cash at me ASAP and then we can, because, you know, we do the see on Twitter. Day. Exactly. We do see on Twitter, you know, when people put, like, put their screenshots of messages, how, you know, some women be like, okay, so when are you going to buy me this? Or, exactly. Or when are you going to get me that? In that situation, yes, it definitely is true, because you're expecting this, you know, and then a lot of cases, some girls, they're not even willing to give up the sugar, you know? But do you feel like sugar daddy, like, the whole concept of sugar daddy and sugar baby, is that tricking? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. That is tricking. Like, that's exact. that's almost the definition yeah. of it. It's like, 
you give me money in this sense of I'm going to make you feel good or do sexual acts or uh, please you in that manner. But anything I'll say is that ain't nothing wrong if you're know, a decent guy and you like him and you know the vibes. It's not just on some superficial stuff. He wants to buy you a gift. Girl, it's okay. It's nothing wrong with taking a gift. You know what I'm saying? It's the same way I feel like as a woman, I would also give a man a gift or I may do certain things for him. You know, whether it's by cooking or helping out with whatever the situation may be, you know? It's a two-way thing, you know? But yeah, so ain't nothing wrong getting a gift, y'all. So... So what, you don't like gifts? No one should give you gifts. It's not, it's, it's not even that I can't receive gifts. I think that that's another question. Like, I think it's also the level of the gifts that I level receive. Gifts, yes. Because don't fucking buy me a business instantly, nigga. Like, that's too much. If we're together... You know, and you're, you keep saying we're together. I think no, I listen if you're so, if you're with a man and he's very very successful. So where so where's the level? In love, right? What is the level of relationship that we're talking? Because I think talking about this shit in a relationship is different than talking about it in dating. When I, I said together, I mean relationship. I think, I think when I'm talking about tricking, it's in terms of we're not together yet. We courting each other because I think niggas trick in courtship. I don't think that that's what I think. I think that tricking is a courtship thing. Like it's like before we get together or it before can, there's any title. I, let's I don't change the verb. It can be a courtship thing, but it's not a courtship thing. If you want to go by what courtship is, tricking has nothing to do with it. At all. And that's what I'm saying, like in the traditional sense of courtship. But I don't think tricking applies when we are in a committed relationship. So, but you just said you could trick off your boyfriend, though. That's what I'm saying. That's my boyfriend. So we're in a committed relationship. Okay. So it's not. And he's only one spending money on you, and he spent. And he all spent this money on, on me, and I spent money on him. Okay, then it's not. Then tricking. it's not tricking. But I think that if like we have not made any ties or commitment to each other, right. and you still trying to get at me, then that's when it's tricking. And listen, guys. Is, is, is your own problem if you see that you know you're trying to get a girl and you know that's a typical based on how men women work that's just a typical role the man is right. one who provides stuff give you stuff even when you think about Nigerian Nigerian shit the man will bribe you give you this whatever whatever right. you know what I'm saying so I mean of course a woman if you're gonna collect it you sense you know what I'm saying you should know what to expect don't, don't be saying I'm gonna take all these gifts and think that oh He's doing it just out of the, the, the kindness of heart. He may, but a lot of times he may not. And as right. men, if you feel like you have to spend so much money for a girl to get a guest um, attention, that's your wahala. Right. Be sharp. As a man, too, you should be sharp. Right. Don't let some girl use it for your money. No, Invest facts. your money. Facts. Okay? But, you know, we're talking about this shit for a little minute. <laughs> Time is going. So maybe we probably could do a part two of this thing. What's the moral of the story? Moral of the story is, listen, if you ain't trying to give up no sugar, don't ask for sugar. Period. If you ain't trying to be sweet. And that's my quote, bitch. <laughs> okay. Let's get into a moment of black excellence. Damn. Who's your black excellence? Oh, I got my black sister in my head. Who's Damn. You, we was going to be I thought you were, I thought you were doing Dami's word of the day, girl. No. You used to bring that back. It's been a minute. It's we been a minute. Be, I was going to hit y'all with the word of the day next week. Okay, cool. I'm ready, but go ahead. Okay. So, my black... Oh, fuck, I thought I saved it. They might have deleted it. No, she thought she got it, but she no, ain't got I def- it. I definitely thought I had it. I saw it this week. And the, I remember what happened, but I might not remember her name. Which is I could fun. go since you're looking for it. Yeah, thank So, you. for mine, it is, of course, Rihanna. We've done this before, but she is, again, she. my black excellence of the week because she has created a $600 million fortune. And she is now, okay... She is now the world's richest female musician. Is pa- she? she is. Past Beyonce, past Madonna, 
past all this Selena Gomez, weak ass bitches, whatever. She's the one because based on just her fancy makeup line alone, she has made bank. Yep, even Stacey here, that past Madonna, past Celine Dion, because Celine Dion, she's a well known artist as well. She is, she, she, she's, she's something, man. So Rihanna, um, and then you know she's also part of um, LVMH. She um, co-owns the makeup brand Fendi Beauty, mm-hmm. which launched in 2017, and she has racked up a reported hundred million dollars in sales. In the first few weeks, G. First few weeks. So let me even think about her Fenty clothing line. Go crazy. And when I say legacy, G, that's kind of legacy I want to have. As a black, she's so proud about being a black woman. So she has makeup, she has clothing line, she has music, she has perfume. She has a foundation. Tell me what she's not doing. If that's not legacy, tell me what, tell me, okay? So that is my black excellence. Rihanna, Robin, Fenty, I love you. I adore you, okay? It's actually Robin, Rihanna, Fenty, but... It's okay. Either way, girl, I love you. Just throwing All right? it out there. For Forehead putting, gang, okay? If we're putting government out there. Okay, please, what's your black excellence? Damn, you you trying to come at me for... I'm not saying Robin first. <laughs> I know that. I, I had to switch up last minute. I'm blown, but whatever. I think they might have deleted my black accent because I definitely saved it. Sure. Maybe the bitch won excellent as sure. we thought. Who was your... Who was it was the girl who who owned the hair shop that was doing the thing. The homeless? For, the homeless people. It's still there. I see that shit in where I saved it, so we're going to go with another person. Okay. Um... My black excellence, her name is Jennifer King. She is the first African-American female full-year NFL coach, coaching intern. Wow. Um, and I think that's cool because it's kind of like she is breaking barriers. Yeah. Um, NFL, as we know, is predominantly a male thing. And I think that um, it is one of those one of those things that we think that women don't have enough knowledge when it comes to sports. Mm-hmm. So to see that she is a coaching intern, bitch, you right there for to be the coach. Right. So, you know, shout out to you because they read, definitely tried to make that a thing in the Super Bowl of like female coaches mm-hmm. and it's that little white girl. But Oh, that's awesome. That's super When dope. a black woman does it. It's exactly. Like, it's it's like double trouble. It sure is. So go crazy. Awesome. Um. Yeah. So let's get into our TV so, let's talk about this Wildin' Out episode with DeVito. Lord, that aired, like, last week Tuesday? Yeah, it aired on Tuesday. Um, so, we did talk about it coming on, and I, I saw little clips and stuff. I haven't actually watched the full episode, but all the clips I saw were very um, disappointing in the sense of, I think it's time for us to, especially as African Americans and stuff, I think it's time that we retire um, African jokes mm. because a lot of those African jokes are outdated. Like the fact that all of these niggas was wearing these hooded ass dashiki ankara, whatever the fuck. And then it was. listen, you know what pisses me off the most is the fake accent. Because the fake when I came here, people always did that to me, and I'm just like, I don't sound like that. Yeah, I clearly don't fucking sound like that. Yeah. Like clearly, we yeah. don't fucking sound like that. Yeah. So it's just like, as you said, the jokes are just so like They're childish, outdated, yeah. outdated. They're and it's outdated. like. Really, this is all you got to say? And then, you know, yeah. the, the whole cast wore some coming to America outfit. Yeah, like, for y'all to do the Wild and Out. And it's, that's too different. And it's like a comment. Uh, exactly. I think that it's 2020. We have really progressed, and we now have a better understanding of Africa and African-Americans. Like, for us to really pull these fucking 
1995 jokes out the the wazoo like come on y'all nick i expect better from nick cannon it's, it's exactly personally. i do and then you know they play the they're doing based on the um davido song fall i'm like gee that song is like three years old at this point old as fuck it's three years old so um america you guys need to get in tune with the recent you know up-to-date afro music okay whether it's south african whether it is west african whether east african whatever it is we need to get get updated all right um, let's go to the next thing. Easter Ray, her new movie, it came out today, correct? Yes, I'm so thirsty to watch it. It's photographs. Now, there was a BuzzFeed article that said it was the first rom-com, African-American rom-com to come out since 2000, Gee, which people commented on my stack. I reposted it, and a lot of people kind of reminded me, like, what about Just Right? What about uh, Best Man Holiday? What about all these other things? I was like, I will count Just Right. I will count mm-hmm, just right. Mm-hmm. Um, but best man holidays, I wouldn't fully. I won't count call that as a rom. That's fully. not a rom com. That's not a rom com. It's what, not at all. What, what 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 would you categorize? It? I would count it as like say a drama? dramedy. It's a dramedy. dramedy. Yeah, because it wasn't about the romance. All them the first one, I may say yes. The first one yes. was a rom, uh, maybe a romance, but the the best man holiday was not about the romance because all of them just was right, married or whatever. Was. It was about the mm-hmm. the the relationships. Yeah, um, and we need more. Those G because even my favorite like I love Love Jones even though it's not like the best movie yeah what is your favorite black rom com it's Love Jones yeah it's not the best movie but just the fact that it's like my least it's just like it's just so simple you know it's brown sugar is love brown sugar is really good brown sugar is my favorite black sexy it's just brown sugar definitely is really good it's like the the, oh that's your fantasy that is like your your no I music industry oh my god I love brown sugar like like brown sugar is like my favorite. Don't you even call yourself? Not. What do you call yourself? Oh, chocolate drizzle. That's my stripper name. Oh, okay, okay. Let's not confuse. Ah, oh, which one is your? What do you want? Your brown sugar name? Dami. Oh. Dami. Bye. Anyway, okay. Like, <laughs> so I, that comes today. So come out today. Hopefully, we 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 trying to watch it today. We'll see how it we'll goes. We'll see how it goes. Um. So the Malcolm X documentary came out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um. And essentially, that was just a documentary getting deeper into the assassination of Malcolm X, intense. and a lot of people um gave great critique about it. Um. You know, they kind of really let us know how it wasn't investigated thoroughly. Mm-hmm. It just kind of was like a whatever, and I think it That's really, oh, it really is still yeah. um, up in the air. I don't want to fully blame the Nation of Islam, but it's, they they basically say that the assassination um, benefited a lot of people, be it the Nation and really? the FBI. Yeah, like it wasn't like we can say it was the Nation, but it was like it wasn't just them that it benefited. And like, obviously, obviously like the core is, is the benefit for the white people. Exactly. Let, let's just even like put that out there. Like obviously, like okay, no matter. Of course, whether they did, whether um the NOI um did um benefit whatever it is, but at the end of the day, the main core was for this white people. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I'm definitely gonna watch that. Maybe this, though, I've, I've not, this, I this weekend so I'll probably watch it because I I had a document. Documentary phase when I like watch all. Documentaries. I watch documentaries. My the documentary tends to be about drugs or some other stuff, but um, I would watch it. But I know it's pretty intense because I love Malcolm X. And Malcolm just, X is one of my favorite. Exactly, black and just the, you know the you know who he is. Yeah. You know, so I know that I'm not really in the mood to be sad yet because one of my friends told me he watched and he said he he cried. He said white people were wicked. Damn, he, he said he cried. Yeah, he said he cried because it's super emotional. And he was part of the Nation of Islam, too, as well. So it was like, it's super emotional just to see that, you know, the stapled civil rights leader, you know, to see that how he died and all the planning, all the stuff that was involved in it. Come on now, you One know. One day I we get will it. have a real conversation about how the Nation of Islam is a radical group and it's. 
hey. different from the religion of I feel Islam. Like we, oh, it, no, it definitely is different from religion of Islam. Yeah. You know, religion yeah. of Islam, they, they, they don't... Um, Definitely regard or acknowledge them as part of Islam. Yeah, not, fully. No, no, not, not fully. No, no, not fully. I would because say it's not like, fully. Not you know, fully. part of the belief is a little different. Yeah. Um, and I remember, um, someone said, I think it was my same friend. I did send an article. No, I read a book that it was the, was it the Italian uh, Islamic Association type of thing where they were trying to sue the nation of Islam type of thing. I would read more on that to give more information. I don't want to put false information out there. That's crazy. Um, anyway, power series. Listen, listen. My, you know the boo I was about that I dated? Yeah. He gave me his, you know, his stars. That's <laughs> His stars account details. So I can't watch power no more. So I don't know what's going on power. But that well, means what's well, going on power. My stars okay. connect is solid. Hey, Courtney. <laughs> um, yeah, I watched that shit. People was talking shit about it, but I feel like, you know, like, I don't know what people expect. People have to an expectation with TV shows. Yeah, I feel like people have, like, Is that real life? Like, yeah, I'd be like, what's the expectations y'all have? Because I almost feel like if you really follow the arc, it, it it's like this shit is where it was going to end. Like, the way that it ended was where it was going to so end. Who, who Especially him? knowing... Uh-huh. That he's coming out with like power who books. Him? Who shot him? I want to know. I, I would mean, still watch it, but who shot him? We all know who it was. Was really? it Tariq? Hell yeah, it was Tariq. Oh. Tariq killed that nigga. Like, he was like, bye bye. Who is daddy? Did he they show did. that he did it? Yeah, he oh. didn't show him. Shoot his daddy. Tommy Sauce. Why he hit his dad that much, though? I get it, but still, why? You know what? I think that, you know, as rudimentary as it was, a lot of, like, when he killed him, he basically had this line about, like, you know, like, you fucked up the family when you left us for Angela. Facts. And it's kind of like, that's this, that. And it's like, it may seem simple to, like, us that are not in mm-hmm. it, but it's like, nah, that's facts, G. Like, it was really no reason for you to leave the family for Angela, and you did. Mm-hmm. And you, like, like you, like, committed to this bitch. And you, like, she left is. the... Like, you really was like, I'm going to change my family dynamic for this I don't care if she's a high Angela. school sweetheart. She should Yeah, be. like, this shit didn't make no sense. And that's so the thing like, about it. You know, he's killed hella people, too. So, hey, death. It's just fucked up that, that his son that was, did it. That's but, exactly, but he was uh, going to get death. Spoiler alert. What? We just did power finale. <laughs> oh, is it not the finale? What, what that was mean? the, like, finale of the series, technically. Oh. But also, there's, like, hella powers coming out. There's, like... Power Ghost Book Two. Then there's like I the saw. one about Lorenz Tate's character. Which is there I'm, any one about ta- Tommy? There is one about Tommy. So there's Lorenz Tate's par- character about his whole shit with politics, which I'm interested in because I do like Lorenz Tate. I like his. I like his character on Power. I'm like, uh, and I think that like I'm interested in politics enough to watch it, especially like dirty politics. Like, dirty. yeah. And mm-hmm. then, um, you know, I fuck with Tommy the long way, so I would love to see Tommy. And then like to see. The whole ghost thing where it's like, let us get into it. And especially he said it starts from where it left off. Mm-hmm. And I think that people need to consider all that shit. Like, mm-hmm. like it left off in a place where it's not like a serious finale where we never will see what fucking happens. It's like, we fun to watch this shit, so calm down. Right. Okay, and then Real Housewives of Atlanta. So now I, watch, I definitely watched that one, okay? So basically, if you do watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, the basic gist and drama that's going on is the fact that um, Kenya Moore, she brought Tanya, Tanya, who's Nini's friend, or Eve's friend, whoever's friend she is. Eva. Tanya's like, I hate this Eve oh, thing Eva. she's trying oh, to my do. Bad. Eva, I forgot. Anyway, Tanya, she's like the newest cast on the show. She's been there for like a year now. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, um... Apparently, this cookie lady 
cook lady. She's some you know pretty little lady, and she said she she came. Who did she come to the um, Cynthia Bailey's wine? Yeah. No, she she, uh-huh. came, she went to Cynthia Bailey's. Well, originally Cynthia and Kenya went to the cookie store next door. That's when they met her. Really? Yes. That's what, of course. She didn't. She she just they went to her cookie shop. Or whatever, and then she came to them. So they say oh. they say she thought the cameras were off, but girl, bye. You clearly see the cameras. What do you mean? I don't. I don't. Anyway, know. I don't she it. approached them. She approached Cynthia and Kenya, saying that, "Hey, you know Tanya's husband." So I was at a bar, and he approached me, and he was really feeling me. He told me that he was single and he was into real estate and blah 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 blah. You know, whatever. Kenya tried to bring up the situation. Long story short, fast forward. They all had a din- a, a lunch. It was mm-hmm. Eva, it was Tanya, it was um, Cynthia, and it was Kenya. Out of nowhere, Kenya brought in the cookie lady. Out of nowhere. And, and I just think that was just super shady. I think Kenya that is, is really mean. I think that's a super bitch move to make. Like, you know, knowing that you're even going through some marital problems, even if your marital problems has nothing to do with infidelity, you know what I'm saying, or cheating, whatever the case may be. But the fact that you're going to bring, she brought, she basically brought this, cook, we call her cookie lady simply because she makes cookies. That's what she does. That's her job. She makes cookies, she bakes cookies, she sells cookies, right? And apparently she got some good ass cookies, okay? So basically, she brought this cookie lady and she was all like, he, ha, ha, with cookie lady. Like, that's how friend and the cookie lady was like oh well your husband he approached me he said he was into real estate and blah 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 and Tanya was like oh so that's it like really is that it you know nonetheless I do feel like it's a bogus it's a bogus ass situation as a woman why it's like you really on camera in front of public in front of people too you're gonna bring in the the woman that my husband supposedly was interested in or was flirting with or wanted to sleep with and you're gonna bring her up to me in this manner and then no one no one had her back not one woman said that okay guys this is nonsense this is rude because cookie was low she was lucky going off on tanya she had an attitude with yeah tanya. i think what makes it worse is those like confessionals where kenya talking about oh that bitch better than tanya she's which not. she's not but like i just think that as women especially as black women i get it it's a show it's entertaining oh drama but it's like but some still. shit is like especially you kenya that's dealing with a fucking beautiful toxic relationship yourself <laughs> Um. Yeah, you, you should know better. You should know better. It's just so, like I think to bring her to the little brunch was just extreme. It, it was just it was so unnecessary. It's like why, why? Anyway, but that was that. You guys catch it, watch it. Let's you know. Let us know what you think. But let's go into our music. All right, let's talk about um, Burner Boy really quick. Oh. So Burner Boy went on a little Twitter rant this week where he essentially was talking about um, his influencers in music and how they impacted him. Yeah. So he basically said that, oh, he's tweets. he said, nobody paved shit for me. Everybody, they find their own. I've been out here. If you knew the way they made us look weak by begging and making the Western world to look us, to look us, you will see that no table was set. And I'm the only one that brought you the respects you currently have. Bastard. He said, facts. I always knew I was and I am the best. Everyone you think is the best knows I'm the best since Fela Kuti. <laughs> he said, but Timaya, Timaya is another um, Nigerian artist. He said, Timaya told me something a long time ago that made me not care about being the best. The world can do without the best and the world will still spin regardless. Now, with that comment, first of all, for him to say that Bastard. nobody paved the way for him. Like, I, I feel like that's super incorrect. So like, what do you mean? No, that's you saying, you, you're saying you're not acknowledging the 
the the legends before you, like Sonia Day. Listen, Sonia Day is known around. Sonia Day is he's also like a Afro juju. His music is Afro um, Fuji juju music, whatever. Um, and he's known in Euro- European countries. It's only America that don't, that America is the only one that's not really hip to African music like that. But European countries like London, Germany, you know what I'm saying, Switzerland, they know about African music. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. for you to act like, you know, obey Sonia Day, um, fella, fella, fella did not, fella because did, ex- did not exist, or to be like, oh, only fella was the one. I think that's so incorrect. I, I feel like, you know what's ironic? Today I was at work, and the song that they was playing while they was just cleaning up mm-hmm. or whatever was African Queen. To face. To face. So, which was, and I remember, which was, I, I remember, I watched Fat Girls in Theater. That I was remember that Nigerians went to go watch Fat Girls because in Theater. Of because of that. Two Face was the soundtrack. So, how about you? How dare you? Say. How dare you? How dare exactly. you? Exactly. Fuck Kalakuti. Sonia Dibanj. How dare you? Dibanj was signed to good music by Kanye West. He has a song with Snoop Dogg. You know what I'm saying? So for yeah. you to act like, oh, all this, all this, all this is paving the way. I don't know what he means by paving the way. Maybe he feels like paving the way is for someone to hold his hand and be like, okay, hey, buddy, no, I'm going to make G. this way easy like, for you. No, but people G. existed before is because, you. Is it because all the likes of Ariante are posting, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. Ariana is singing, yeah. Goofy ass, and it's like, you wouldn't be to this level if not for the influence and, you know, the things that, Prior artists made before he you because he won a BET award, but the fact of the matter is that Vito won a BET award before you, Wiz could won that BET award before you, the won, won yeah. that exact same fucking award before you. I, I so, just didn't like that. I, I didn't like it. that. It's I like, love Burner Boy, but it's like, how dare you? You, you, be, you, you get a little bit arrogant, you? and I'm not gonna lie, I'm feeling his arrogancy though. I and can people, tell he's getting and arrogant. People on Twitter was like, oh, Nigerians love humility. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck y'all talk about. It's not even about humility, it's the fact that he wrong. How dare you say yeah. that? If nobody else, Two Face and and the Batch, and we're not even talking about Style Plus. Now, me as like a Nigerian that's like been in America and connected to my Nigerian roots from America, nigga. Like the Batch did that shit. Two Face did that shit. Style Plus, G Style, G, style Plus, did, plus that shit. did that shit. So how dare you? you? Style how plus. dare you? Even as he even referenced Timaya. Timaya came out before. Timaya did that before you. Like, so all this artists chill, that came chill, out before P-square him. P Square did that. Like come on. Don't GB, like what in the world? He's tweaking. He, you know, he's, you know, he has this new fame. Everyone's rocking his music. He's on. He's with this London bitch. He feel himself. You, you know, this London bitch. You know, you're Steph not gonna say London. London. You know, because that's what she is. You know, so he, he feeling himself. You know what I'm saying? And I get it, but no, listen, you still need to be humble, okay? Listen, I need his his mom need to. She needs to tell him that before, like relax. Before the before there was Burner Boy. And if you say no one paved the way for you, all his sample major what made him pop post. G, I went and I'm like, cause no one. I'm like, he sounds sound from. He has many samples and many, 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 many samples of Fela Kuti. And mind you, many artists do this. Like Kanye West, he does this too. It's just that we don't really know what the sample is of some old ass song. But many artists do this. But please, just don't act like no one. Like. But anyway, let's move on to the next thing. Who else is in music? So the next thing that happened in music is, if y'all remember Quentin Music, Quentin Miller. So um, for those of you that don't know, this was the, like two days ago was the five-year anniversary of, if you're reading this, it's too late, which is Drake's 
mixtape slash EP that he put out around 2014, mm. 2015. Um, gave us a lot of hits, reminded us what a woe was, um, gave us just everything. Now, Quentin Miller, who was um, the quote-unquote ghostwriter of Drake during the Drake and Meek beef, came out and finally talked about how that beef affected him. And in his, Oh, wow. And yeah, and when he came out about it, he basically said that it kind of fucked up the trajectory of his career. He said that a lot of people don't, like, fuck with him or they won't really work with him because of that. And it kind of, like, ultimately is really messed up because... At the end of the day, Drake and Meek are best friends mm-hmm. now. Like, they buddy-buddy. Wow. Um, and in that, he kind of just said that even if you're reading this, is too late. Like, was the best and worst thing that ever I'm happened same to thing. him. Same thing. time. Because wow. it was like, it was the thing that, like, like the biggest project of his career. But at the same time, like, because of that whole thing and that whole tweet and the scenario, it's now, like, the worst memory. Like, he ends up... Um, Messing relationships with people like DJ Drama and everything mm. else, all because of like he was trying. You know, I guess he was trying to prove alliances and do stuff. And it's like, again, he says, at the end of the day, it was all worthless because Drake and me are like buddy buddy. Mm. Uh, which kind of makes me think it's like you know this music industry thing. Y'all gotta do what's best for you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I don't know how he got so wrapped up in it to the point where he was beefing with DJ Drama and everything. And you know that's not for me to know, but. I definitely think that, like, I think that if Quentin Miller really wanted to be out here, he could be out here. That's how I personally yeah. feel. I don't know what's the big thing. What's the hold up? What's the, the, what's the hold up? Yeah. But yeah, I definitely think that, like, your name is. I known just want to be out there. Let's know that yeah, you write, be you out write raps, you write music, there. you write that. Yeah. Exactly. Be out there. So that, that happened in music this week. But yeah, I think that's that for we have for music and TV. Yeah? Yeah. And my call was, I did mention earlier, if you ain't trying to give up no sugar, don't ask for no shit, girl, okay? Damn, that's the quote. That's the quote. Because I'm trying to look for a quote for, like, I'm like, mm, it's basic. Like, you know, if you don't want to give up no sugar, it's like, you know how we say, oh, we joke and say we want a sugar daddy, but we know damn well we ain't trying to give up no sugar, okay? okay? So be real, okay? Don't deceive yourself and be, sh- listen, shine your eyes. Whether you're a guy or a woman, shine them very, very well. Make you look what's coming at you. See, people are using you for your money or for your body or whatever. Shine them. Shine your eyes. And this is Cross Cultured. Bye, you guys. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day.